Busy people and lots of alleys, Worcester hipsters and fat up townies. We have more than pizza in common. Two rocks for bookends. New Haven, New Haven, New Haven. Between two rocks. Josh, start the fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm trying. It's <laughs> yeah, not going great though. Do you actually just have that be, be, be the beginning of the podcast? <laughs> no, maybe. We'll see how it sounds. <laughs> and welcome back to the Between Two Rocks podcast. I'm your host, Josh Levinson. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it's been a little while as usual, uh, but I'm here with my co-host, Colin Ryan. Hey, Josh. Good to be here. <laughs> you don't even want to fuck nah, it up like last time. This time, time I just said, <laughs> hey, Josh. <laughs> Damn, you got trauma from that last time. No, it's great to be here, man. I feel like it's been a long time. It has been a long time, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a brisk wintry day, and um, yeah, you can apparently drive your car down here again. That's something. Yeah. Interesting. Don't know why that happened, but that's good. Yeah, I, I mean, that's progress. You know, you got to get rid of enjoyable pedestrian-only streets. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think pedestrians are just one of the many plagues on this city. Yeah, we'll fix Along them the one cyclists, day. Along the cyclists, Haley's, mm-hmm. you and me. You know what's <laughs> funny? We went to uh, to Mexico. I went on vacation in Mexico a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And we went to, just for one day, we I went know, to- I know, because you couldn't come do, I don't know what I invited you to. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was funny in itself, actually. The power went out while we were trying to watch the Super Bowl. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but we went to Tulum, and they have awesome uh, biking and pedestrian infrastructure. Oh, really? Which I like wouldn't expect Everyone in Mexico. Everyone I know goes, it's, you know, it's super now. touristy. But. Is that like, I don't know... That's the place to go. That's the place to go. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but everyone, that's where one of our friends got pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I saw a guy. There was a guy in... You saw uh, a guy get pregnant. <laughs> I saw a guy get pregnant. Yeah. You didn't let you wash. I saw a guy great. in Playa del Carmen where we were talking to his friends, and they were like, "Ah, we're thinking about going to Tulum." And he was like, "Ah, a lot of, a lot of cheap drugs in Tulum." And I couldn't, I just couldn't tell if he was saying it was a positive or negative. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know Is if he, he meant the like, cost, I the just quality. Feel like, right. It should be the drugs should just be more expensive. It just feels like they're. T- it's like the Walmart. Was it drugs. just bad experiences that he's had on good drugs? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, our guest this week. Do you remember who it is? Um, he's been trolling our group yeah, chat. Yeah, this is uh Dave Sorrentino, right? Is that... <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave, Dave Valentino. David Valentino. That's right. On mm-hmm. the Economic Development Commission, mm-hmm. but slash our friend. You first know. and foremost, come on. He's our friend first. Yeah, Dave, gay. <laughs> free on a Sunday <laughs> free on a Sunday perfect uh, yeah Dave you've been here for like 10 years ish as well yeah you're you're originally from Waterbury OG Valley Boy uh, you went to school at CCSU and, and studied history yeah or you just yeah alright great a little bit of everything you know I spent a little time at CCSU as you know you know mm-hmm. fellow blue devil <laughs> we had Vance together didn't we didn't you live in Vance was that didn't you live in Vance Vance no I lived off campus Essex Place oh that's right yeah, across from the dog house, H-A-U-S. <laughs> they split their hot dogs, uh-huh. and then they open them up, and then they put the chili on top. Pretty good. I never went. It's, it's way easier to 
put toppings on honestly like that yeah no it's true they all it fits better it's like an open yeah. face hot dog sandwich mm-hmm. yeah. makes sense i think we should probably leave and go get some hot dogs Love that it. sounds great podcast i'm starving is not really <laughs> going that well we'll just take a break <laughs> anyway david and i um we hang out a bunch and like i'm always fascinated by your perspective of like new haven and connecticut history because unlike me who mostly makes things up but people <laughs> believe me because i wear glasses and i sound smart you know uh you actually know stuff about the history of connecticut and new haven and like you know you're like oh like this, I was like this is an old oyster fishing village and i'm like what <laughs> all right that's cool man yeah i have to just like all right now i'm going to partners bye and i'm like all right this <laughs> conversation is weird it's dick o'clock you know <laughs> <laughs> dave <laughs> You were like, don't make me look like <laughs> I can Four say minutes it. ago, Dave's like, I'm a public it. figure. I, I just you don't want to say anything controversial here. No, no, no. It's just a joke, you know, when it's like time to say goodbye to your straight, straight friends. friends. It's time to have a boys hour, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. I'm the same way, but it's like with video games. Mm-hmm. And there's no one else there yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess just. Pairing off with like when we do hang out, it is nice because you you have a perspective and obviously you have this podcast and you know your write ups. But the thing about it is like you also sort of help the newcomers to the area that don't necessarily know Connecticut. Whereas I grew up here and I've tried to find the good for staying here and you know, obviously family and friends first. But there is really cool, interesting stuff to do here. Especially Name one. especially <laughs> well, pay my student loans on time. That's pretty cool. So like the cost of living here is <laughs> wow, pretty good. Didn't expect that. All right. You know? and so keeping that <laughs> in mind. CSU is quite affordable compared to a lot of universities, you <laughs> That's know. That's true, yeah. And if you're in state kid especially. Um Are you diluting my pain with Sally May? No. Is the cost of living here good? I feel like people no. complain about it all well, the time. No, it seems terrible. If you think about it from the actual region that we're in, mm-hmm. you know, Boston to DC and the yeah. suburbs that kind of network through. Like, we're doing okay. You mm-hmm. know, we're not Jersey. I compare everything to West Virginia. Exactly. So, so and we, and I, I, of living. I grew slightly up. lower moonshine factories. Mm-hmm. Shacks. Higher cost of moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in the West Virginia of Connecticut. You know, I'm from the Valley. <laughs> That's so, pretty accurate. <laughs> you know, I, I, I do have that perspective on me. You know, cost of living in the Noctic Valley was by far, you know, a tenth of Greenwich. You know? I'm always like mm-hmm. so fascinated by people in Connecticut, just like the relentless shitting on cities, and like probably Waterbury's got to be number one, or well, Bridgeport's probably number one, and then Waterbury's number two in terms like of non-native just... people from the city talking. Well, even shit people in Connecticut just talking shit about, yeah. like just taking shots. Everybody, at everywhere, everyone has a, another city that they dump on. Yeah, but it's not like. It's not like, oh, you're from Derby, so you shit on Antonio. Like, yeah, probably they do, yeah. but everybody shits on like Bridgeport. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, it's not even like people near Bridgeport. Yeah. yeah but I'm sure Bridgeport is like, yeah, we're not New London. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Bridgeport even thinks about New London. I think it's, we lost our regionalism. And now it's like, we have these micro communities that, like, you know, I'm Guilford, you're Brantford. And it's like, wait, you're all New Haven to me, you know, but it's just like, you're the fancy coastal part of New Haven, but you have your own school district and firehouse. But Bridgeport, you know, coming from Waterbury was just like decay and it was white flight and it was, you know, the school district collapsing and the bulldozing of like whole communities. And so it was a carcass of what it could have been had we not done what we did to it. And so now we have this transition back to this walkable, like economic growth identity for Bridgeport. And I feel like Bridgeport's kind of like 
she's got her braces on right now and she's you know she's going to the dermatologist and she's going to come back to school in the fall. I thought you were saying like mm. leg braces and I was like damn Bridgeport's in a hard place right now. Bridge, Bridgeport's on her come up. Bridgeport's doing okay. I'm I mean, going to walk again. <laughs> it's very close to New York. And it's a pronounced you know, it's limp. Cheaper. There was that whole thing with the um, casino they were talking about but then terrible the, idea. Um, yeah, yeah, reservations no. were like we're not going for that. Anyway, I, we're getting way off track. So, <laughs> We're both New Haven, New Havenites. You know, you. Uh, what neighborhood do you live in? I live in City Point. City Point. It's a part of the hill. It's part of the hill. I was gonna say it's not really a distinct neighborhood necessarily. It's, it's pretty distinct. Historically, it was its own little peninsula. Oh, well, see, these are the kind so, of fun facts Dave drops. You know, you know? I was bop, like, bop. historically, and you're like, Ooh. historically, we were Sodom Hill. You know, where Sodom the, where Hill. The Sodomites Sodom? lived. Yeah. Oh, is that why? Had, is that what drew you in? A sapphic beach. <laughs> She's just like hell yeah. Yeah, it was. There's, a, it there's was, no beaches over there, are there? There used to be before '95. Yeah. Yeah. There before '95. Then what happened? The condos. They, 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 the, the highway and the train tracks and all the other things that needed to cross. Oh uh, yeah, the highway. Infill development, blah blah blah. They dredged the harbor. Next thing you know, there's a IKEA. What is dredging the harbor involve? It is deepening it. You just go down with big dredgers that scoop up sand. Okay. Put them on a barge, so a bring them shovel. somewhere else. Oftentimes when they're dredging, they also use it to build new land somewhere else. You can put it. Yeah. Um, you know, like, for instance, if you go to West Haven right now, like the coastline of West Haven was eroding. And if you go, they dredged and they extended the coastline. It's actually, I'm excited that we aren't going to lose that whole coast in the next storm. You know, they're doing like, after Sandy, we got beat up. So like, I think we're all kind of looking at global warming and all that. And so dredging is the future, I think, to extend and put some grasses and make it a thing, you know, bird sanctuary. Got to dredge. Got to save the birds, man. Yeah, the big thing, the big advantage is that you can have shipping, you can create deeper shipping channels than do commerce right, that right. you just wouldn't have otherwise yeah. because Does they wouldn't allow the, like the size a, of the ships. A deep... We did. It's pretty shallow yeah, after it's not hurricane. Deep. Deep. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it's it used to be anymore. much more. New Haven's claim is we're the, the largest break bulk port on the, maybe the eastern seaboard or at least what this area. What the fuck area. does that mean? Basically, break bulk is any kind of um, cargo that is just comes in a big container, and and it doesn't. It's not like a containerized cargo. It comes in a big a big pile. Think of like rocks so it's like or a big coal. Thing of peanut or butter something or like something like one big. I mean, that's not how they ship it. They do that. <laughs> that's factory work. I'm picturing that they just jam as much peanut butter. <laughs> like there's these guys, and they're just like they're trying to push it in, but it's going everywhere because it's real. <laughs> so I think about like scrap metal. They don't load that into containers. They load it into just basically big, big barges that have no top. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so claim to fame is their ugly, you know, barges with. Free well, they kind of bring it in and they just drop it in a big pile, like and yeah. then they distribute it and, mm. and send it out. And that's oh, you know, certain things are shipped that way. It's They're like, not containerized. It's like the Home Depot mulch. Cool. So I learned what dredging is and break bolt something or other. That's good. <laughs> break bulk. Break bulk. Mm-hmm. Right. You're breaking his bulk right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the hell? Um, okay. So New Haven. I know one of like the big economic historical events of New Haven was essentially this uh, ill-fated highway to nowhere through 34 destroyed mm-hmm. a you know predominantly black neighborhood and mm-hmm. separated out the city and now we are doing this sort of downtown crossing thing which I mm-hmm. guess is better. Uh, yeah, so if you think about New Haven back before 95, like New Haven was a port city and it was an industrial city. It had a lot of uh, connections to the wars. So like we created a lot of 
guns and other, you know there's a lot of in, in industry that was promoting the growth of yeah why don't we make guns here anymore huh mm-hmm. that's, that's what the we problem. need to get back into you know America why it was a real gun place and now <laughs> we're all like you know you kill 20 kids and suddenly it's like yeah maybe we're not into guns oh anymore it's like <laughs> very cute uh no, very cute. You know that day I was working at uh, the Head Start in New Haven. That was a very traumatic day for New Haven was school. It? Yeah, that was a tough day. Yeah, a lot of people were freaked out. Pretty, yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, obviously it's a, it was a national, international, but like we were. I was actually weirdly enough, CCSU produced a lot of really great teachers that were teaching there. I had a sorry. And my Naugatuck, Connecticut neighbor was the principal. So that was a for me. That was like. I had been, I had never even thought of guns. Like really, it was like a wild west thing, but the reality that that could do that and that somebody could have the, the, you know, break to want to do that. Look at all these people walking by though. Isn't this crazy? You guys want to close the curtains here? No. Yeah, Are you well. very distractible? No, I just, you know, after that first, you know, hello, it's, it's interesting. This, you know, the thing I will say about Ninth Square, for instance, if you're thinking about New Haven, this was, you know, a shelled out part of the city. Like the, you know, needed a lot of renovations and now look at it. We have shops, we have a overpriced, plant store like it's just it's really working for us i do like that plant store though i love walking by because they like uh explain plants to me which is nice like you can't get that kind of like one-on-one attention at home depot where someone's like how how like negligent of a person are you yeah what kind of animals live in your home like you know what i mean trying to find the right so like yeah you pay more but i will say like that's kind of like that's what i wanted you know what i mean where i'm like i can Pay fifty dollars for a plant. It's obviously it feels really ridiculous. Did, did you just are you being cocky right now? Yeah, <laughs> I have plant, that plant money. money. Fifty dollars, nothing. I get two. That's a hundred dollars. When you don't drink, that's one. not even. Just that's one. like a night out. That's so right. like I laugh at you. Right. Like yeah, I'm like it, that's no problem. That's just plant money. That's funny coming in. <laughs> the thing I would like to go in there is talk to them about the health of my plants. I have this like little like yeah maybe they do like a uh, plant. Consulting. I need, yeah, I need like a spray house. to like knock great. out this like white bug that's on my plant, and it's like really annoying. But anyway, the reason I'm even addressing is that used to be a yoga studio, and across the street that used to be a jazz shop, and now it's Barcade. It's just having lived here as long as I have, I feel like even though I'm not a local like Colin, and you and I are new here, but like I feel like I have seen the evolution of the city in a way that is, I think. Yeah, no, I mean I've been here for ten years. It's like starting, you know. I've seen some history, not a ton, but you know. Like when they tore down that building on the corner here, and they're gonna put a hotel there. Like yeah. <laughs> all this stuff is like, oh, I was there for that. Former economic developer Matthew Nemerson's project, uh, seemingly stuck. Anyway, um, I forget what I was talking about. I'm very like I have not been sleeping well. How's everybody been sleeping? <laughs> Sleep debt is real, you know. Yeah, it is. You know what's weird is like I've been trying to sleep with my blinds open and I regret it every time. Why? Would to you, wake up with the you're sun. Just like, you know it's not hard enough. I sleep with a flashlight in my face. Yeah. <laughs> Waking up to the sun. I, I just want to feel. I have one of those strobe lights that helps you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know some people like they need the TV. I also just blast technology. <laughs> <laughs> I put a little pot above me and have a slowly dripping water on my head <laughs> all night. That's just how like, I like to it's like, actually rusty water. It's hard to keep finding new rust <laughs> water to throw in there. <laughs> just like grandma used to do, you know. <laughs> exactly. <It's... sighs> Feels like home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't you a little offended when people don't look in here when they walk by? Like, oh, you see people recording cool. a podcast every day? Come on, look at us. Uh, I, the, the last one, <laughs> the last couple that just walked by just stared. Yeah, that's what I like though. I like that. 
Okay, so what do you think of downtown crossing? What do you th- like? I don't know. It, it feels like now that I see it, I'm like, this is not that great. Like I drive downtown over by crossing the, the hospital, billion lines, and like, I don't even know where I am. I, there are so many new buildings over oh, yeah, there. Oh yeah, they look all the same. Side oh, of the hill. Yeah, yeah. It. it's a whole new neighborhood the over new there. Five and cool. whatever they call them. Five over one. Five yeah. over one. That's what it's called. Mm. I like those odds. Um, I I think the thing about that area is it's it's on phase one of like what the culture will be. Even if everything's built, it won't actually have like an identity for another like fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. But right now, if you think about the New Haven Coliseum parking lot, the site mm-hmm. that that's going to be developed, and then we also have all the stuff right in front of the train station that's going to be developed, as well as behind it on Long Wharf. That this whole area is going to really evolve. Mm, and interesting. If we get our flood wall up on ninety five that whole area will be protected from any sea level rising. So it'll be I think pretty... they should build low-rise projects in front of the train station. <laughs> Trendy. Um, <laughs> I think that it's an opportunity to really like reestablish that area for like obviously multi-use, multi, you know, yeah, economic backgrounds. Yeah, it was not ideal the situation, but Walkable you know. deaths. But the whole idea that like in the, you know, when we had this sort of like urban decay, like post-industrial decay, they bulldozed so many things. Alongside like the great migration of the African-American community moving north, we had the white flight leaving the city. So now we have this sort of like pendulum swinging back where historically New Haven families that live in Northford, right? They're now living back in New Haven, but it's their granddaughter. You know, think about it from that perspective. It's Mm -hmm. still New Haven culturally. It's just, yeah, we left and we had a homestead up in Northford. So it's like, oh, cool. Whereas we have multiculturalism everywhere here. That's what's so cool about New Haven. And I guess... It was recently said that per, per capita, percentage-wise, we have the, the example of the United States as it currently is. The most educated, you know, live here percentage-wise for the country. The the population that's black in New Haven is the same population that's black across the country. And looks, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so on and so I on. I remember that 538 article. Mm-hmm. We are the most uh, demographically we, representative city in, in the country. That's right. And Number w- two, mm-hmm. Tampa. No way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, I have to say, I've been going to Florida more. I mean, I always hated on Florida because I didn't get to go to Disney and I'm jaded. You know, I was a kid, yeah. poor kid from Waterbury. I went to Disney World and I still hate Florida. Don't See, but I loved Miami. I think Miami is sexy. I've never been to Miami. Since Sounds I, expensive. I went to Miami since the pandemic and there yeah. has been so, so much growth in Miami. And it's like, wow, this is like inspiring. And I want to come back to New Haven and say there has been a great migration out of larger cities to smaller places like New Haven. And we could have our own growth like that. If we Do just, you have to bring your... No, I assume you can just get cocaine in Miami, right? Like, you don't have to bring it with you. No, definitely not. Yeah. Is that like a soap? Is it cheaper there, at least? Probably not. A lot yeah. of cheap drugs there. <laughs> <laughs> Tulum in Miami. Tulum in Miami. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't... I, I'm I, excited to see that, like, the new... The airport has yeah. broadened its horizons, like Nashville and... Or was it Memphis? I don't... Oh, you're I talking about Nashville. The, they the just, second phase at, outside of... Avielo, yeah. whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. I was looking to take a flight down to Florida because I was like, New Haven will be like, that's very easy for me. Oh, I'll take the fucking bus. Like, I don't. I think it's to Fort know. Lauderdale, right? Yeah, there's a Fort Lauderdale. There's a bunch, though. There's like Fort Which Lauderdale. Is, there's yeah. like take the Palm bus Beach. to what? What was the bus component? Oh, uh, okay. So I don't have to pay yeah, for that. I thought you were going to take the bus to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the bus to Fort Lauderdale, you know, it's me and the kids. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of exciting. I think, no, I think it's cool. You yeah, know, it's awesome. Um, and it's obviously for me, someone who has to go to either New York City or to the airport up by Springfield. It's really exhausting to think like we could have just had this all this whole time, like the energy mm-hmm. we could have saved. Why do you say someone like me? Like we're not like you. Well, you guys are flying all over. Like, you're, aren't you going on another trip soon? No. 
I don't think so. I haven't really. Josh, been, I didn't <laughs> travel a lot, and so <laughs> more recently. Colin's calendar. Uh, he's actually got something for the fall, but nothing before then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By someone like me, I mean like gay man. Unlike you guys, you know, we're different. We don't like to sit in the middle seat. Mm. Oh, I hate the middle seat. I gotta say, we have to pay for Henry now to travel. Mm-hmm. He's over too, which yeah. kind of sucks. But also, it's like he's in the middle seat. It's great. Yeah, you it's got like tons of space. Half a, yeah, That's yeah. true. You put the arms up, you get he a little cozy. Take up. He's going to yeah. be huge, though. So you yeah, He's going to be giant. Then it's going to be hell. Yeah. Well, you're... I got my four seats. <laughs> I... Yeah. You're... What do you got on this sheet? Dude? Yeah, so I wanted to bring facts? up something that, you know, so here, let me explain. You're the first person that's brought notes, by the way. Yeah. Well, I had no idea. I what don't this, have notes. I don't even know what this place is. I'm just meandering into the void at this point. Yeah. Now, we know you didn't bring notes. The interesting thing about it's important not to prepare for this. We're pushing to say like the history, right? I moved from Waterbury to Naugatuck in 1997, which is technically like it's like three miles away, but culturally it was like I had gone into the atmosphere. Ten miles away. Yeah, (laughs) I remember coming off the highway and like looking at Naugatuck and thinking it was like Norman Rockwell. There were kids riding their bike on the Naugatuck Green in the 90s. Waterbury was voted the worst place you could live in the United States for perspective. Yeah. So, now it's just probably one of the worst places you could live in the eastern United States. <laughs> well, people it, writing those articles just fucking suck, man. What? Like the worst place to live oh, in I the know. United well, States. You yeah, know, like Wallet Hub is just like, uh, we're yeah. going to get him good this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's just and, a picture of you mowing your lawn. You're like, come on. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it was hot. We're trying. <laughs> but I think the reason why is because it was polluted. It was There were no jobs. There was like a lot of sadness in Waterbury at the time. And yeah, also I it, was, mean, the it was very corrupt. It was crap. Nineties yeah. were a rough time. There was, it was high crime. Yeah, there was a lot going on. You yeah. know, it was um, it was a tumultuous time in the U.S. history. Yeah. So yeah, it's not surprising. And I didn't understand the true decay of Waterbury until I had moved to Naugatuck. And it, at my elementary school, they had like the historical society come in and explain our the history of our area. Mm-hmm. As a fifth grader who had, you know, we didn't really have that in Waterbury the same way. They explained that in the fifties, like we were hustling and bustling, and then in nineteen fifty five. The state was just decimated by flooding and it ripped through and it happened again with Sandy and we don't really think about it, but it really set us back multiple times with these natural disasters from what our economic growth could be because we're repairing entire cultures and human lives need to be sort of a priority. But Naugatuck mm. really went in and... I mean, over really human lives over like stock dividends I mean, for shareholders? Mm. Mm. Well, <laughs> w- at least when you're talking to a fifth grader. And so, I mean, maybe if you understood, maybe those fifth graders understood dividend returns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never learned. I don't even know what a dividend means. Is that, like, is that a kink? It's when you own a stock and then they just give you money because you've been letting them use your nah, capital. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I know. Oh, you do now? Okay. Yeah, I, was I wasn't sure. But if, if not, now you know everybody at home. That's great. You know, get, get those dividends. The more you know. Stocks. But the, the reason I'm even addressing this is because the entire time I lived in the Valley, it was always like this mindset of like, we're not the place to be. But the day-to-day life was actually like very high quality. Like it was a lot of new construction homes with above ground pools, you know, the sand, yeah. the sandbag basketball tell, like I, I'm from Coventry, right? And Coventry mm-hmm. really actually doesn't have anything to do out there. Like it's, I mean, it, it's pretty. It's self-segregation. You're getting away. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, or you're trapped like, there. And then I come here and people are like, oh, it's so lame. And I'm like, yo, you live on like the side of a mountain. It's kind of cool. 
I was like, I don't like your city is so like pretty. Like Derby and Shelton yeah, are like yeah. really nice looking. And yeah. I'm just like, well, why do what, you guys hate yeah. it here so much? Well, think about it. <laughs> 1950s, we had a very industrial area and then flooding yeah. that gross, you know, toxic river mm-hmm. just washed the entire downtown away. And so it was, and, and then the scar of the flooding was replaced by Route 8, you know. So culturally, Naugatuck and places like further south were really beat up. Like Ansonia was completely decimated. Like thinking about it from that perspective. Really? It was just like doing oh. great. And then there and was same, a flood? same thing. Farmington River ripped through Bristol. It ripped like Hartford had crazy flooding. And then all of our coastline, all of our ports and everything, they were just destroyed. Huh. So thinking about us as 2022 millennials that want to make this our home, you know, for whatever reason, we have an opportunity to sort of push the boundary and sort of fix the mistakes of, you know, economic mentality in the past like urban renewal failures that are all over our city all these parking lots they didn't exist and they could potentially be a whole new world if we do it right and that can a happen whole in new derby world of parking lots i love it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it underground parking right that's or who who knows what's gonna be but that could be anywhere in connecticut especially look at stanford look at the growth stanford's had or south norwalk and how much has grown because of transit yeah, I just wonder about like the limitations, obviously, of being between Boston and New York, right? Because a lot of things, you know, a lot of people just leave to go to those cities, mm. right? Because they're just huge. The brain drain, developed. the beauty drain, right? You think you're too hot for this place? You got to get out of <clears> here. <throat> I do see that actually quite a bit. Yeah. 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 There's some very attractive people in other places. Oh, yeah. Not here. We're all ugly as fuck. <laughs> the dating apps around holidays are way better for some reason. Absolutely, absolutely. Is that true? On. Oh yeah, really? Uh huh. Yeah. Let me clear my schedule. Even yeah. after that first year, <laughs> where it was like after the like during the pandemic when New Yorkers were fleeing, yeah. there were suddenly these incredibly like good looking people who were like renting places in you know Litchfield County. Oh man, just so that's to, a like, pandemic escape. positive. <clears throat> yeah, sure. I think the mm-hmm. pandemic definitely gave us a reset on our appreciation of just normalcy, mm-hmm. redistribution of attractiveness. Yeah, you know. that's right. Get this bell curve. <laughs> <laughs> So what else you got on the sheet here? Oh, yeah. All right. So the reason why I wrote anything down is because when I moved to Naugatuck, we also were reading, like, you know, books. Wow, and it was really exciting. Read, everybody. Look Ooh, at him. But culturally, culturally <laughs> one of the most. the king of Naugatuck? <laughs> Sorry, what? Mr. Greyhound, do we would call it? You know. Mr. Greyhound? <laughs> no, in Naugatuck, uh, just because I, I want to talk about the, the educational gap, like the achievement gap. Like, they had a lot more just going for them because it was a... It was a different school district, a different budget, whatever. Yeah. But course. we read the book, Mrs. Basil E. Frank Weiler and her mixed up files. Have you ever read that? No. Do you guys? I've never even heard of that. No. Exactly. E.L., I think it's Conningsburg. She wrote about this this uh, Connecticut uh, family. They had two kids that ran away to New York City and they hid out at the Met. Do you remember that story, that narrative? No. No. So this is like exactly what Connecticut is. Yes, we're not New York and that's exactly why it's the best. We're good schools, friends with pools, parking. Friends with pools. <laughs> parking <laughs> plenty. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Actually, I've had a thought, okay? <laughs> you know how Connecticut is always trying to come up with these garbage slogans? You like friends with pools. I do like friends with pools because you know yeah. what? Come on. Whatever. Think about our summer. Think about, let's be real here. We had a friend's birthday <laughs> like, why party. Why overcomplicate it? Why you have ten- a pool? No, calm down. It's like calm a boat. Yeah, I, don't, I also don't pools. want a boat. Friends with pools. <laughs> Friends with boats. Friends with boats. Having a, the idea that you can have a friend have a boat 
and you could get to his boat in less than 20 Friends minutes. Friends with boats. All right, I'm going to mm-hmm. email Ned. And I'm not, I'm not like, you know, I'm an Italian from Waterbury. Like, I'm, we didn't have, you know, whatever. We had lead paint. That was our claim. I didn't paint. even know that there were, like, Italian people around. We are the most didn't... Italian city in America. We didn't have capita. them in, in Coventry. Which one? New yeah. Haven. Really? Yeah, the most Italian per capita that just came out. Wow. And when they say New Haven, they're saying what I say is New Haven is greater New Haven. Mm. So, you know, they, okay. they, yeah. they did what they had to they, do. They included East Haven. Yeah. yeah <laughs> critical. Yeah, yeah. obviously. So, yeah. So just to bring it back to, so that book talks about transit and how connected we are to New York City. And mm-hmm. if you even take it further back, we were part of like the New Amsterdam. Like we were always geographically very connected to New York. Then we became part of the New England Charter, like historically. So we were what like, is that? "What is the New England Charter?" It's just like the British versus the Dutch, and then furthermore, like the Dutch had mostly British people living there and stuff. But it was just like this idea, this what? like, co- like Cape Town, for instance, Brazil, like many other places were Dutch first. New yeah. Amsterdam became, you know, New York because the right. British took it over. But for a while, Connecticut was the sort of wild east of the New Amsterdam. Like we were like the wild place where uh, they basically were going up the Hudson River Valley and then the natives would run away and they re- relocated in Connecticut because it was sparsely de- you know, compared to the Hudson Bay, you know, the Hudson River Valley, like the New York Harbor. Mm-hmm. That was such a growing, a thing. tense place with people who really wanted it. And even further south, like the Swedish were initially in were, is Philly on the Delaware River and they just decimated them that way and they took it over as well. So like this whole area, don't forget, we are an empire. Like we are a colonial empire and Connecticut's tucked into it all with all these different narratives throughout history. But the big thing that happened is when the highways were built, we kind of got screwed over in a way where, where you're from, you're talking about how there's nothing to do. That's mm-hmm. considered the quiet corner. Yeah. And it's the only place in this entire mega city sprawl that has pure like pre you know suburban towns like you know you go through those towns and it looks like you're in a different it looks like you're in vermont you yeah c- you're not getting that in jersey let's just put that yeah way. i mean it's a bit it's yeah it's ex-urban i guess they say mm-hmm. but yeah it's definitely not so like, if you swing it though and you think about willimantic <clears throat> what's the narrative as a coventry boy about willimantic heroin town <laughs> do you I, remember that five-part harper Curd series yeah, they exactly yeah brutal exactly. But uh, Willimantic, yeah, it was considered kind of the hood. Yeah, but what know. else is it? It's a college town. And what yeah. else is it? It's proximity to Yukon. But the biggest thing is it's walkable. And so if you it think about it, it's very cute. Post industrial. the same head shop that I used to buy my, my marijuana pipes at in 1996, still open. Amazing. Wow. Really? That's, and yeah. that's actually it's very special. It's called the head shop. Like I was there maybe two years ago for a comedy show. And I was just walking because I got there early and I was walking down the street. First of all, it's very beautiful. There's like a street festival going on down there. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the head shop. I was like, no, it's called the bench shop. That's what it is. And I was just like, holy shit, it's still open. Mm-hmm. That and the other one that's always impressed me is the Spencer Gifts in the mall. Like I would have thought that would have gone The Crystal Mall? No, the uh, Buckland <laughs> Hills Mall. Oh, see, I didn't really. We called it the new mall because there was the Eastbrook Mall, which is the, a very sad mall. Not quite as sad as Crystal Mall, but up there, you know. Breaking the saddest malls in <laughs> Connecticut. And you know what West I see Virginia. when I see those malls? I see those spaces being redeveloped as dense in Apartments. field development with shops. And Josh you know. lived yeah, in yeah. a mall? I mean, I did live in a mall. That's I right. I do miss it sometimes. You know, I've did actually you? noticed like how like 
if I go on a run downtown or something or just a bike ride downtown, just seeing people does something to your brain. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't even have to interact with them to just remind yourself that, like, you're part of a um, yeah a greater society. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I sometimes forget due to my estrangement from society where I play video games for however many hours, you know? <laughs> and I'm like... And I'm like, think I'm doing great. And then I see another person. I'm like, whoa, okay. I'm. Oof. What is he doing? You go here? walk around your neighborhood. Why is though, he right? here? Yeah. What? You go walk around I your do, neighborhood. I do, but it's right? not. Uh, it's not. I wouldn't say densely populated as right, far right. as like walking or walking. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like not like downtown or East Rock. Weirdly, know? though, City Point where I am, it's it's like a dog walking mecca. So like people oh, really? park their car and walk their dog by the so water. So City Point is interesting because it feels like kind of isolated to me. It's basically like we're showing bones, is right mm. and. Um, the yachting club which is a hilarious name for that area but uh and then it's just like right over there until you hit like west haven right and then like a tiny bit up howard ave but, but it's, it's also like, like all the houses are well maintained everyone just like decided that was a nice little it was a city beautiful development so if you look at the way that cities were planned new haven is known as like a planned it was the first planned city right right and so that part obviously was like much further out mm-hmm. but there was you know a lot of investment on howard avenue and so they're actually numbered like first all the way. To, I'm on sixth. I live in like I live on the other side of the highway. So some of those think, Howard Ave houses are like so old and beautiful. Oh, yeah. Some of them are in rough shape. But there was a trolley going down that. Think about it. There's a church, the community center. Like think of it. A this trolley. it was an cool interesting hell, place man. to be. Yeah. I love a trolley. Bring back the trolley. Bring it. You know what I was thinking? Okay, here's this. I'm pitching this idea. Pitch it. <laughs> Pitch it. Beach bus. Goes straight from downtown mm, to the beach. Beach bods on Which the beach, beach bus. I love it. Lighthouse. You know what oh, I mean? Okay, so it's like, but it's like just downtown beach, like in only in the summer, right? Like, mm-hmm. Or like May to September, maybe. You know, like get the like Yaleys out there. You know what I mean? Just make it free for everybody. It may be like two stops the whole way. You know what I mean? I think it is an interesting idea to not have to utilize your car to get to that space. And, and I think like it, <clears throat> not like I feel like people would take the bus way more if it didn't cost money and they didn't have to think about like exact change or like. Oh, like, well, am I gonna have to transfer? You, know, like, yeah. you just had a very straightforward because, like, we have the Union Shuttle, the Union like Station Shuttle, and that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, it just goes in a circle, like all day. Yeah, right? that's great. It's free. You can just jump on at any time, and it's, it could be like the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking, what you do is you hollow out the bus and you fill it with sand, right? <laughs> Get some beach balls. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so you're actually kind of hanging out like on the beach. On the way to the beach, right? The only problem is someone has to pay. It's going to turn into a real problem. Put scorching tanning bed lights in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it would be fun. You know what I mean? Uh, That's a great idea. Yeah, but I just feel like, yeah, during the summer, like, you could... Because I feel like there are people, like, I, the number of people I meet who live in New Haven, who have lived in New Haven for maybe even up to five years, have never been to Lighthouse Point. Exactly. Have no idea they have access to it. Like, don't... I'm like, you could so easily... And, like, yeah, they could take the regular bus, but, like... It would just be cool to yeah. just have like a, and I think it would encourage more people who don't know about it or yeah. are like grad students. Yeah, exactly. Would never, you know. No, totally. Maybe they should just do it more like the, uh, what is that, the party bike, and just like it doesn't have to be like the party bike. You don't have to be biking, but okay. the idea of like everything's open, and it's just like a, a fun thing. Yeah, okay. that I mean, nice. historically yeah, yeah. people just don't get on public transit that has wheels. Mm. That that's the thing. Like, would fix, they have windows? What if it was like a do tank? Well. You know, it treads. So but if you think about it from the fast track, burning, yeah. <laughs> burning lights. <laughs> Maybe you get one of those tank guns too, just for like fun. You know? Yeah, every three it's blocks a selfie option. Blow something away. <laughs> this <laughs> this used to be the Forbes average, but we did blow it away. <laughs> Jeez, I think Beach that buzz. I think that's a good idea. I think Beach that. Buzz. <laughs> 
regionally, I think we have a lot of good stuff going. And so like having a West Haven beach bus would be ideal because that's that's become my new spot like the sandy really? point west haven yeah, yeah. no the, the sand is great don't forget i'm from waterbury so like west my haven is still west cute haven yeah. is awesome. that, uh when it's low tide it's just so i love far it out no there. that's exactly what i love about it really it's, yeah 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 no i truly want to walk it like into the sea uh, it like, feels good I like there's that an little, island out the there that at low tide you, can, that you walk on yeah, yeah. you like that muck it's really I do. it's not it's not really dirty though no i'm not saying it's dirty i'm saying it's muck and it's like halfway to plasma i love it I also love their boardwalk. I like. No, they do have a great boardwalk. Like the fact yeah. that you can get your steps in and then like jump in if you're, you know, I really like it over so there. The New Haven Trolley used to go right out there to West Haven. I would West, love. The, all of West Haven was just like a playground for New York. They had Josh's. Uh, okay, here's plan. idea number two. <laughs> yeah. All right, giant wall next to the highway. A great wall. Great, <laughs> sure. Good wall. You know, I don't want to get too ambitious. It's going to cost too much money. This was your plan. I think it's already gone too. All right, put a put a big wall. Right. And yep. then, Check. yeah, dredge up the harbor, put all that land and turn that into like not a beach, but like a boardwalk area. Well, like put in Long some, Wharf like, has that, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Exactly. Have you like seen Long the Wharf. redevelpment of put the Long like Wharf? Like a nice uh, plan? Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. That's what Long Wharf needs a nice Ferris a wheel. Ferris wheel. Do you like Ferris wheels? Yeah. I think they're okay for one good ride every 30 yeah, years. Yeah, but you're not. It's about we the ambience. We should have like provide. a zip indoor mm, zip line you know or something. I mean? Something it's where just you, that ambience. It's year round. That once a year when you go on with your like wife and you're like, oh, with my sweetie. Cute. Yeah, with your sweetie. Exactly. <laughs> Name one better place than a Ferris wheel to bring your sweetie. Okay, milkshake. Milkshake <laughs> shop, obviously pretty good too. Like, <laughs> yeah. On the scorching beach bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Nice thing about the beach bus, no air conditioning. So it's just so Definitely hot. not. Yeah. Eco. You want to have Eco. the experience before you get to the beach. Yeah. You want to be sweating, so that way you just That's jump right. right in the water. So yeah. You know what I mean? You have to walk that one block, mile you just Maybe throw it's a also seagull a into splash it. pad. You know what I mean? It's just like there's like a hose just spraying wild. I love it. But it's someone on the street that's doing it. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> oh, it'd be almost like an amusement park. You know how like... Um, you can like go up and like use like a gun or something like that. So there'll be yeah. like water guns on the route to the beach bus. Yeah, but it's so at we... point blank range. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're getting hit with a fire hose. <laughs> Just get knocked off. It's actually the fire. I thought you were going to it. the beach. Like, well, I got knocked off the beach bus. As you know, very few people make the entire trip. The hoses are too powerful. <laughs> but it was free. <laughs> we could televise this. Beach bus pays for itself. Yeah. For I sure. love it. But I just feel like Long Wharf, like there's just it's crazy. We have no sort of boardwalky. Mm. I think area. Long Wharf is screwed. Well, yeah, that, I think you know, they once they put the highway in, it was just done. But I was just saying, put that, up a big wall. But Long Wharf wasn't paint it like the city. So that's like, all when reclaimed. You look at it, it's like you're paint it like the skyline, so you yeah. can't tell it's there. Yeah, you got to remember that highway is what a cartoon. It is not that used to go over the harbor. So all of that on the other side of Long Wharf was was not there before. So that's all economic growth they were trying to do at the time. And now right. we're doing infill where we're going to eventually have like mixed use. So we're going to have housing there. There's yeah. already approved housing going on. Yeah, the I other saw side. that. Even though the state was like, probably shouldn't build that. New Haven was like, eh, yeah, we, we just really want tax. I actually disagree yeah, with all of that stuff. I think they should make a giant park over there. Because yeah, that's like historically I mean, such a better driver of like real organic economic growth that like if you put a, a locally desirable thing, people will people mm-hmm. want to put money into it and build housing around that. Um, so they're on the if they on carved the, off a big area and made like a really cool park that people want to go to on the has harbor. all kinds of nice features. Sent a trolley that goes over there. Yeah, yeah, on the harbor. Then it you know the economic development park will bus. follow after that. Park bus, <laughs> <laughs> full grass. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? You get on a bus, it's just grass. Yeah, take wow. your shoes off. 
And once like, you no settle in, they in open the a, bus. Tr- a trash bag full of squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think New Haven in the next ten years will have a very interesting perspective. Now, once that development goes under, it's going to be good. Uh oh, here we go. She didn't look over. No, Sword. she didn't. Oh. She contained. Ooh, that lady has a shopping cart. Pretty cool. A nice yellow. I think mm-hmm. the big thing though is transit. And so that's what I was saying about that book is that they took the train in and the kids mm-hmm. were able to have a New York little life as Connecticut kids. And that's exactly what I had growing up. I would take the train in and I had nothing to do. And I It was... is outrageous that there is no high speed rail between Boston and DC. Like it is outrageous. Like it yeah. I just cannot even fathom how like the eastern seaboard is like this de- very densely oh. populated. Oh, yeah. Like very economic powerhouse we should have what we need yeah but now rich people don't want their house i took the train to philly that was excruciating was i it? i wanted to be like i wanted to see it it was beautiful to see mm-hmm. like you know everything that's going on did you like philly i get a lot of like people who are like people who love new haven also love philly yes i loved mm-hmm. philly did you i love the wissahickon valley like the neighborhoods around there okay. and then i also love downtown philly and so do you like, like when you go to a new city like that as a history nerd oh it's, do you it's like delicious it ahead of time oh yeah Philly is obviously America's candy bar. If you like history, Philly's great. Because in New York, everything mm. got bulldozed. You know, Philly has a lot. Like, if you <laughs> is he trying to make it sexual? I can't even tell anymore. Like, it's just baffling. Why won't you look at me in the eyes? Why are, why are <laughs> candy bars sexual to you, Josh? That's the question. <laughs> that is something for me to work out. Yeah. Um, so being gay in New Haven. Uh oh. You wanted to bring it up. Yeah. I heard you. <laughs> Like to be gay <laughs> after a certain time <laughs> after, you know, when it's dick o'clock after right? six p.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, before then, it's all like? straight business. If you, you know, if you're a new gay person moving into the city, is it easy to make new friends to to be a part of the community? Uh, so unfortunately, I, I've been coming to New Haven since I was in high school. Like, I would take the trek from the valley on yeah. sixty three. So, like, I I'm very familiar with New Haven. So, right. I, but I, I, I mean, you must know people who. So yeah, I do know that there's there's a right? there's a coldness that can initiate with the gay community here. If okay. You're, if you're maybe less symmetrical or something, you know, like if you're somehow imperfect if you're working on yourself or you know if in, you're in, working on your because you're it, working. What do you mean less attractive? Yeah, I'm just you know if if you if you oh, have yeah. a, cut off this other ear. <laughs> To preserve symmetry. <laughs> exactly. I know that some people have voiced how they they feel frustrated. The dating options here are very sort of tiered, um, but it's also very transient. Unfortunately, like the the Yale community being yeah, as yeah. large as it are is. Are the dating options tiered unique to New Haven, or isn't that aren't the dating options tiered universally? So we talked about the brain drain, and we also talked about like the beauty drain. But like the gay drain is mm-hmm. the, probably the most unfortunate thing about connecticut when i was a millennial in the hartford area during the recession mm-hmm. it was just booming with gays i love I, I i made a friend every day mm. i worked i worked at a restaurant in the mall in the west farms mall so like gay boom gay, recessions are good for gay tables the distribution were, of attractiveness is that what you're is that your contention so what I, I guess what i'm getting at is once they got their degrees once they did what they had to do once they figured out that they weren't exactly satisfied they moved and they moved all over the country so mm. i have friends that were connecticut gays that have now sort of arched into dc as a large community Mm-hmm. And New York obviously has a large community of just Connecticut people in general, but Boston also has a huge Connecticut native gay community. And what so, can New Haven do to appeal to more attractive gays? I think it's the job. And I also know a lot of my friends that were previous to the pandemic pretty aggressive about how I should get out of Connecticut. They saw my life via like Instagram about how just normal my life was mid pandemic, where they were trapped in their like 400 square foot unit 
in like Brooklyn and they were trying to break their lease and it was now they're all living up here. They mm. bought juicy homes. They have pools, you know. So it's like, okay, so you you found your boo. You're doing Friends the head, of, the heteronormative. Pools. Yeah. I actually love that aspect of the pandemic that a lot of people did come back to Connecticut and they yeah. like it kind of centered a lot of people they wanted to be closer to their families exactly. and it was like suddenly not as great as they thought living in San Francisco or something. Yeah. It's um, a really interesting like reversal of urbanization that you know america has been going through and probably the world i don't know what happens short term urbanism is the future it's also i mean it's more like i mean it's not like new haven's coventry either it's people wow okay that was pretty hurtful (laughs) no in terms of like the the reverse urbanization it was really only like the the mega cities that were kind of like the destination yeah yeah, yeah, right right places where you had a tiny ass apartment i mean if you lived in austin you were probably fine like regardless yeah i also think it's important we address like connecticut to our connecticut people that came back we were like number one in covid compliance like we were number one in like safety like remember they were showing the map connecticut was the only state and it's like well are we just not giving our data out correctly and it's like no we are just a well-rounded intersection of new york and new england like we have good i mean you have to just figure it this way wearing a mask is a great passive aggressive way to prove you're better than other people and what could be more connecticut than that Mm -hmm. damn just being like wow you're not wearing a mask he must have not been by the lake in coventry the way he's talking (laughs) I was definitely not by the yeah, I'm yeah. not a lake person. Or lake. That's not what we called them, but Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, man, even Coventry's got its own segregation and yeah. fucking classism. I mean, I struggle with it. Like my dad is a bit classist. Like my dad's a West Hartford Jew and they, you know, they had like money left over after uh you know, Nazi after Germany expenses. And stuff. After expenses of fleeing Nazi Germany. <laughs> oh, they left during that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. But So they had money in Germany, and I think there was like enough left over to like mm. buy a nice house or whatever. So like my dad was like a bit like bougie. So we've got an Ashkenazi boy in the house. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And But my mom's side of the family was like from East Hartford, way more working class. Like her dad was like a postal worker. Oh, cool. And like, you know, so like it was just such an interesting like duality of like my dad being a bit judgmental about that stuff and my mom, yeah. you know. But even East Hartford back Sounds in the day fun. was like a, an American dream. That was like really good living. You know, the big jobs no, out there. It was, yeah, it was fun. East Hartford yeah. has changed its game now that like Glastonbury and Hebron and all that have like sort of taken the narrative of like the places. Yeah, I was actually, so I read an article in The Current today actually about how there's a private company trying to consider like revitalizing uh, the XL Center, like. uh, Harvard's downtown. Right, but just doing, just the XL Center. And so like, this has been a whole problem for years now where they're kind of like, well, we don't know, like we, Mm -hmm. you know, do we spend $250 million to like really make it nice or you just fucking knock it down and start, oh, and it's been just kind of like piecemeal. And I think a lot of the problem, especially in the greater Hartford area, is that, like, people have moved into places like Glastonbury, West Hartford. Mm-hmm. That's where the nightlife is. Like, mm-hmm. Hart- no one hangs out in Hartford. No. People go to West Hartford and hang out there. I mean, I was a I was a Hartford boy, and we used to right. take the CCSU. And, and had a, be... We used to charter our own buses to Hartford and get, like, party yeah, buses. Yeah, like, Asylum Street used to be hopping. Now yeah. it's, like, there's a couple bars, but, like, yeah. and it's, like, so Ebbs now there's, like, even if you did, like, make this nice and everybody goes out to see, like, a concert, it doesn't have the same, like vibe but, it did, but your right? mentality is very much today and there's planning right now to do major infill like everything around the, the schubert is it the schubert up there i forget the, everything around like In off of main Hartford? street yeah oh no what's that one called they have the wadsworth they have no uh, no well okay for the wadsworth for instance yeah. like wadsworth to downtown like wadsworth to like uh the hartford 21 building like everything in that direction it's gorgeous and it has such walkability and they just put yukon in there but the yeah. big thing that's happening oh, now is yeah. that hadrian's landing out everything over there 
coming all the way in is just parking lot. And that's all going to be developed into mixed use, mixed oh, income. Man. Good old Adrian's Landing. Do you remember that shit? Yeah. Well, that, Floppy. Was like all, that was part of that whole Patriots debacle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scandal. Yeah. But you're, we're thinking right now, because I yeah. also agree that I don't want to live in Hartford right now because it has the lack of walkability. It doesn't have enough going yeah. on. But this is also, we're talking two ecosystems. They were different colonies. Hartford was its own head. Dude, of, that's the thing. So like if XL Center was nice, I would definitely be up to like taking the train up there to like go see a concert I really wanted or go see UConn, obviously, like yeah. you know, stuff like that. Like that, yeah. to me, that's not at, at all out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not that far at all. Weirdly you know? enough for me, like I lived in New Britain, which oh, yeah. Hartford people Britain. are like, <laughs> New Britain. But like the thing about New Britain is New Britain's revitalizing. The mayor there is doing amazing work in like yeah. doing. Aaron Seward's going to be governor someday. Yeah. It's a matter of when. But also I... the gay community is really embracing New Britain. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of my friends have purchased homes in New Britain, and Mm. the homes there are delicious. They are like uh, Stanley, like worker, quality built. Like a lot of immigrants built their homes there. Like a huge Nice little candy bar. You know, yeah. (laughs) I'm not talking them split levels. I'm talking the center hall colonials, you know. You know, it's so weird. Don't you think, in a certain way, like West Hartford, Hartford already has a great nightlife scene? It's just in West Hartford? Yeah, I sure, mean, like, but like well, that's the battle to be like, like, do you think East Haven, they're pining like, man, we got to get some of that shine from New Haven, you know, and invest <laughs> no, it'd be $200 like, million. Dollars. It just doesn't, these are all tiny little areas. Yeah. I think yeah. Hartford has a cool downtown exactly. bar area. It just happens to be in West exactly. Hartford. Exactly. Regionalism is the reality. That's what I was going to say yeah. about New Britain is that's, to me, that's Hartford, New it's Britain. Hartford, Unfortunately, yeah. I don't want to disappoint anyone, but like that area to me is Greater Hartford. And I always, I lived in New Britain, but I would go all, I would, I worked in Glastonbury at a restaurant I opened. And that was to me the you same. You a restaurant? I was like the waiter that like trained and opened it. it like, oh. yeah, I didn't open it myself. But you didn't open yourself? I opened myself up for disappointment <laughs> with all those tips. <laughs> I thought Glastonbury well was done. a wealthy place. You know? Why are you tipping like that? Um, Could let that one go, but. It's not in me. So how is the New Haven gay scene? Is it not successful in that there's not enough people to sustain it? Or My experience here is going to be very different. Could I still get laid even though I'm gay obese? You? Yeah. 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 I'm a thicky. There's a scene I'm for thick. everything. And I, I, th- I feel like there is definitely funny a yourself, demand so. for... Straight women seem fine with it, so they're not quite as judgy, but still. I think I think that you do pretty well, I'd say. You got, you got a good face. But... Oh, New Haven's gay scene. A lot of my friends that lived in New Haven and left, they were they wanted something, but the people that are here now, they're pretty happy. And it's also a great place to be if so you're in a relationship. Like spot, right? Oh yeah. If oh, you're really? already a gay in a relationship, which yeah. is when I moved here, I was in a very long term thing, and mm-hmm. it was like a playground for me because it was just walkable. Everyone's very friendly. Everyone's educated. There's museums that are free. Like just a lot of good living out here. Yeah. And if you take away the fact that you're looking for a life partner and you just have fun and get drunk and maybe hook up with someone, you know, you get to know people and you network. Mm-hmm. The actual community here is great. I love it. And the queer community, like, you know, the lesbian, all, we all kind of know each other and it's very small town happy, but it, it's it's sprinkled and, you know, peppered with like top notch Yale, well-rounded people. And then also like local people here are pretty cool. New Haven's a unique vibe. And so the gay community here is like a fraction of what it could have been if like, say, we had a bigger airport, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is for now, I and I think to Miami going. <laughs> yeah, well, I take the train into New York if I want to, you know, get into New York, and in the meantime, I walk around here and bump into people I know, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that includes like our little gay community. And and, and everyone here is pretty nice and everyone's well-rounded. They're yeah, obviously... So you're like one of the, you even mentioned this before we started, like you're kind of one of the, we're all kind of part of a group of sort of New Haven boosters, if you will. Yeah. We're like a New Haven booster club. Mm-hmm. You know, For sure. Except that we don't give money to young athletes. But you know. Boom, boom. Someday. I think mm-hmm. it's like we will. this. They'll just be like other people and they'll do what we say. <laughs> you can find something good about wherever you live, right? I just uh, happen to yeah. think that New Haven has as a lot long, more for me yeah. personally, and that's why I'm here. I don't know if this would be the best place for a gay guy that's like coming from like Houston. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be like, oh, this he's gonna hate it. But the thing is, this is niche New England meets New York. You know, you can go ten minutes in any direction and go on a great hike. Mm-hmm. You can go swimming in a really nice beach, and more than that, you can. There's a lot of diversity here. Yeah, I think it's very telling when people people disparage the place where they live um yeah that it's i don't know i i just find that so often it's more a reflection of the that person's happiness yeah unrelated or to the their place ex- where they exposure live. you know you don't realize yeah. how good you have it unless you see the world and mm-hmm. i growing up where i grew up like you know i didn't i would go to new york and obviously comparing it to new york is like oh god we're awful but we're in New York regionally. Like, if you are, I was previously. If a nuclear bomb hits New York, <laughs> it would affect us. Mm-hmm. It would terribly. Yeah. But more than that, culturally, we have the benefits of New York. You know, we we are the money corner. We're the hedge funds and we're the insurance capital. You know, like we're like we're that part of New York. Sexy insurance, juicy Ba-ba. insurance, mm, juicy. <laughs> Stick a straw a in me. Insurance company called Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> juicy Couture. And I'm gonna um. I'd sure my beach bus. She looked. She Hi. looked. It took. It was the last second, but she looked over. He looked oh, at cool me. Cool tires on this truck. Whoa. Wow. Anyway, um, let's oh. play some games. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's play yeah. some games. He's never gotten to the end of the podcast. He had no idea that was coming. No. Uh, first Sorry. game. Sorry. It's fine. It's uh, <laughs> I don't listen to know what <laughs> Please for. don't take offense. Pop that shirt don't off, worry. Dave. There's currently, Ooh. we've lost all the listeners by now. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna play fuck Mary kill. Oh yeah, uh, and what I'm thinking is as uh, New Haven eco- economic developments. Okay, are you allowed to say anything negative like past, that? Is that okay? current, all time, future? Sure. All are, time. You, are you asking me to rate my peers in the no 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 no, 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 projects, projects. Oh, yeah. overall projects. I have my own opinions. Yeah. Okay. I will oh, say this cool. though: we say Mary Berry Bang where I'm from. Mary Berry Bang is cute. Mary yeah. Berry mm. Bang. Yeah. Mary Berry Bang. Mary Berry Bang. Never heard that before. Mary I like it. It's, Barry, a, it's Valley I Colloquial. See. I was thinking of Barry, like my friend Barry. Mm-hmm. B-A-R-R-Y. Barry's always number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, Mary. I like Mary. Barry's even better. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. I don't know anybody named Bang. She just cut him the other day. Um, I think Mary Berry Bang it was something I did so much growing up, and it really was like sort of like amazing. So I'm, I'm happy to play. Okay, great. Wow, I've never had. We've never seen such a strong reaction. Y'all so. gotta say Mary Berry Bang. Oh, I'm Mary Berry Bang. Matt, fantastic! Like lectured me about it. What did he say? He said that we shouldn't call oh, it. Oh, yeah, like a that's pet. right. Yeah, and then I spent like was a, a year explaining away. <laughs> <laughs> You've been canceled. Right? Overcorrecting. No, 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 the number I've... of people that think we're talking about people. Yeah, I know. It's true. That is the part that's unclear. Troubling. It's fine. No, not people. Just ideas. So let's go. Yeah. Let's pop. Let's pop. Um, I'll just start by saying this. I'm going to kill anything that's cheap looking. This mm. bullshit construction that's going on in the city right now is that's it, man. That's what, gets, that's what gets funded, though. Yeah, the five over one is fine and all, but I just worry about like you know the integrity of New Haven's very rich cultural history with architecture being diluted with 
out-of-state developers. See, that's what I wonder about those new, uh, like over by the hospital, the new areas that are just booming with construction right now. If if yeah. they really are going to get a particular oh, identity in 15 yeah. years no, or if they're just going to be looking like dilapidated pieces of crap. Well, that. that's going to be the case, but they also have washer and dryer in unit. And so you're going to look at this like mediocre, uh, like tiled kitchen and you're going to be like, oh, okay, this is like builder grade. Fine. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the fact that we have an opportunity right now to build whatever we want on these failed urban renewals. And so let's do it right. And we just kind of are giving it away. And it's not that we're giving it away. It's just that, you know, financially, it's like very expensive to do what we want to do here. Mm-hmm. But the place that we were talking about by the water, that like the government is like, hey, maybe you shouldn't. That's mm-hmm. going to be a different type of quality. That's going to be equivalent to 360 state. Right. It's going to be. It's actually a bit unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but more so, it's going to be a little bit more sturdy. Right. It's going to like, I don't know. It's just a different quality. CPMC wants to put up like a. 12 story but it still looks the same shitty (laughs) the worcester square one yeah yeah the one that they spent like a year suing the other company for and then immediately turn around (laughs) well if you're doing it to like have a few more years of exclusive smoothie renters yeah for sure the smoothie building i've heard horror stories about that building unfortunately Mm -hmm. like the sprinkler system exploding and all their stuff being ruined like Mm -hmm. multiple times there was like a leak in my apartment and they just kind of gave up on it oh you lived there not in that one i lived in the mall but it's the same landlord. You know, if that no, mall taken... Yeah. Oh, it is, yeah. It's oh, yeah. Philly, Philly-based. That's oh, the yeah. problem. Oh, I know. And we love Philly, but we don't like that company. No. Right? So, and we do like that company. We're happy they're here, and we're happy they want to invest. But like, we need to let them know, like, hey, like, there's so much going on in the city, and you can be a big part of it. So let's let's yeah, get together. Stop fucking around. Let's say a developer came in and wanted to build a 100-foot, 100-story skyscraper. Would I would say... Huh. It has to. to be architecturally significant, and why not? I think why? it'd be so fucking wacky that it'd be it would absolutely it'd yeah. be amazing. I love it. I don't That's my love is single Collins obelisk. <laughs> <laughs> it's Collins hundred story skyscraper. If First it was stop the on the beach bus, Collins building, yeah. and, they have, and they have a top floor restaurant with like unprecedented views. That would be, It'd be okay. all restaurants, Do, every floor. Scale is important. (laughs) Scale is important, right? So because you you need like the CEO of the hospital to rent out a floor, right? Like you know some of those big money rentals. Yeah, obviously. I think I think we should have much larger buildings. President, Mm -hmm. yeah. We need bigger buildings here. Like I think we need to actually. No, for sure. Our skyline sucks. Well, it's not even that. We should have this opportunity. Disturbing density. We can have more low income units. We can have more traditional units. You tell all those people building those horrific things in New York near Central Park. Do we hear? We don't. We're not trying to preserve anything. With the mega or the yeah, the mega skyscrapers exactly. Billionaires row. Yeah. Yeah. My coffee spilling on my table because the wind is so strong. Like that's crazy. Oh, what do you mean the little skinny towers? Hey, like on the actual tower. No, I'm just making a joke that like those are so tall that the wind moves the building. Yeah. Like the fish tank is having its water. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of crazy. Those are cool. I like those buildings. Yeah, that is fucking weird. So, um, Mary Berry Bang. Are we doing this? Yeah, what'd you go with? I don't think you gave me an option. Oh, we're not. Well, you have to come up with your own option. Oh, my own option? Yeah, okay, so free, I'm going to ask. I'm asking you. I'm going to say I'm fuck with you. the Pirelli building turning Guys, that's into not how you play. a hotel. Wait, let's start over. All right, so I'm going to give you three, and then you have to rate. Are you a rules guy? Only when it comes to this game. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you going to marry? In general, are you a rules enforcer? Not at all. Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't think of you. Are you? Well, it depends. If you're playing a card game, I don't want you to cheat. No, of course. This is a made-up game that we are just putting in anything. It's like, all right, fine. Give us three. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm just explaining how we play. So you, know, you get three. Yeah, how normally played. Yeah. Mary's obviously the best one Fucking in the water. The, right. people, man. Jeez. Bang is like, I fucks with you. You yeah. know, but like Mary's better. And then 
Barry is like, you're just the worst. You yeah. could still be great, but you're of the three. Yeah, we play no. this game every podcast. Yeah, but do your listeners? Anyway, so <laughs> I mean, if they've listened to this far, they certainly have heard us <laughs> oh, play okay. it. Yes. All right, so I'll give you three that I'm excited about. So okay. the three. So in the start with one. Start with your uh, your Mary. He's not going to tell us his. No, that's not. I don't think ahead of I time. think I'm going to list them, and then you guys have to say which ones you think are Mary Barry Bang, right? Oh, you're going to give us three options. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. So first and foremost, we're going to start with the uh, long wharf one that we were talking about. The two, the sister towers that are going to go in, in the corner. Yeah. That's going to be quality so, construction. It's going to be a lot of units with outdoor space, balconies and stuff, yeah. so that when you're visiting your friends, there, a little grass mm, area. They're going to actually have a place you could go outside and have that conversation if you want to. Love it. Is that next to? Uh, those office towers? Yep, it's gonna be between the the new boathouse and then the office towers. You ever yeah, been yeah. in those office towers? Yeah, when I was looking for office space for my old company, we we did a tour there. They're pretty decent, you know. Yeah, they're just kind nice. of like isolated over there Big at the time. time they it's were so weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were like, we offer shuttles like yeah. in from the train station. I'm like this is still weird though. A beach shuttle like over. <laughs> yeah, it was just a regular. I mean, if you're wearing a bathing suit, every bus is a beach bus. That's but... right. <laughs> All right, okay. so second one is going to yeah. be the Corsair and the Corsair 2.0 that are going in on the yeah. other opposite side of the street. So that's Upper East Rock. It's in the State Street stretch. Yeah. It's right on the other side of the highway from what it is economic growth and okay. like the district sure. and whatnot. And then the third of this caliber would be the Autobahn. So infill development wrapped around a parking garage in the center of the lot, which used to be the AT&T buildings parking next to the FBI building. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. right now is like phase. Our friend lives there for for now. Okay. Our friend Monica. You oh. know her, right? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Monica. And Hi, Monica. Wait, this is one that's in the works? No, it's done. Phase the, the, the oh, next oh, phase the one is that has, going I mean, they're wrapped around the church over there? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then across the street, they'll eventually do another. It is hilarious that they're basically surrounding that church. They kind of did the same thing over there like with the Blake or whatever, right? There's like that random ass little church yeah. right in the middle of mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Historical Bad preservation. To, to smash up economic a church growth. To, to build a five over one. I don't even need a reason to build it to smash a church. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here we go. Anyway, he's so, a public figure. <laughs> so those three. So the very distinct neighborhoods. Right? So yeah. if you're thinking about the Audubon, that's central. I mean, we central. haven't seen the Longhorf one yet, right? So, exactly. But you can imagine they're going to have a nice few. water. I mean, that would water. be my Mary, obviously, because it's just the biggest. And it's also like the most transformative in terms of like, it's like the most likely to bring something in that's actually like an attraction. Like a restaurant that would be in that area that overlooks the water might be. Oh, yeah. Of course, I say that, but then Lenny and Joe's went out of business, so who's to say? But Lenny really and Joe's went out of business in the pandemic. Let's yeah, start over. Like, sure. you know, Lenny and Joe's were popping. That was like a weird kind of thing that they were doing there. So Well, they were doing to-go food. They were really trying. And yeah. that, I think a lot of great restaurants, a lot of like staples that yeah, had true. a lot of culture Unfortunately, a lot of people were bummed to see Beer Collective, Cask Republic shut down. Yeah. Those are two really popular. It's unfortunate. So we got the, the Audubon yeah. Long Wharf and what's the other one? Corsair. I would Corsair. Kill, I'd kill Corsair. It's just what? It's so close to the park. It's got a pool. It's very culturally. No, it's got a pool and a lot of people on live State there. Street stretch. That's yeah. a that's a goodie. It's fine. All three are great. Let's no. just I'll preface that. I'm happy that all three are here. Yeah. I think. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's more interesting than Autobahn. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of like, like Autobahn is just like a. I mean, yeah. it's huge. You could be in Denver. When you walk into that building. Right. It doesn't matter. There's nothing about it that's I'll like, marry yeah. the Audubon. Wow. Barry Long Wharf. Whoa. Uh, I just what I are you like a hurricane? It. I think I they like should it. start climate change. I think it should or? make a an awesome park over there. Start okay. with that and build around it. Mm-hmm. This guy's got a kid who wants parks. Yeah. And I'll bang the 
Corsair, but I won't be able to finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'll finish, but it'll be disappointing. Per <laughs> 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 It'll be... <laughs> <laughs> the, they'll have to ask. <laughs> did you finish? <laughs> ah, I, oh, he's I crying. He's crying. Yeah, he, he anyway, did, it's he did fine. Come. Yeah, yeah. Let's get some pizza. It's fine. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the long over has the option to be a little transformative, but you know, I do. Yeah, I mean, is the long wharf park off the off the possibilities now? Because remember, there was that whole thing with like the five areas of the long wharf. Park? Yeah, that's the redevelopment. It's definitely happening. I just think it's but the, the whole park parts uh, happening too, or yeah, just the apartment. That's going to be like a phase. Are you talking about the other side of the highway, like the interior by like IKEA? Maybe that's going to be a huge development in the, in the do you remember, coming like, years. Do you remember there was like that whole presentation and they showed all these like it was like a park, but it was broken up into five separate. Like, yeah, which is the terrible yeah. idea. I, I don't agree with that. Like okay. the value of a single large park is is no, he's five talking, times larger than one than five small parks you, is like you know. But it's like it's a one big park, but it's like. It's like five separate. No, yeah, green, they almost had concepts. Tracks. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're like concepts. It's like it's regions and zones, and the yeah. park will be. It's actually going to be like a flood basin. So if it floods, it'll turn into a water catch. So it'll be nice. like an. So then we could do gondolas. That'd be fun. Well, mm-hmm. just you, the houses around. Otherwise, it. they'll just be like the gondolas will just be laying across the ground during uh, <laughs> <laughs> non-flooded times, along with the corpses of the drowned. <laughs> <laughs> Poor gondola driver just like singing a sad tune down there. They're you know all what? like playing their harmonicas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a kayak launch will come up and people nice. can rent kayaks in the flood plane. There you know? you go. I, I just think, think there's a there's a long history of, of schemes that were too large, um, that had too many things going mm-hmm. on. And I'm very wary of uh going trying to go yeah. too big. Well you're yeah. a New Haven native, you've seen it. The ebbs and flows. You I mean, know, even that like was West your Haven, mall. like doing their whole development. Now that neighborhood's shot, and it's just like, Haven. you know, they, they took well, out yeah. a whole neighborhood over there. We're looking at a, a post-pandemic mindset, but you know, in the origins of it all, like my hometown, Naugatuck, had something called the Naugatuck Renaissance, and it was awesome, and it was a great plan, and they were going to do it, and they're still in a lot of ways planning it, but the recession took it off the table. Mm. But the but the studies have already been done. There's a lot of growth that can happen here. There've been statistics and data and everything, and there's room for stuff like that that can happen here. And so, even if it's not them that did it, something could potentially come in and fill that gap. Yeah, just like with the uh, the old Coliseum site. The, the Coliseum site has been stagnant, dream? but because of Boy, utilities and things like that. Yeah. There's so much growth potential with these parking lots. And every time I see mm-hmm. a parking lot get ripped up and turned into something, it's one step closer to being a unified city. Yeah, it's better than anything. Like even that Olympia lot on State Street that they're turning into something. Although I don't know what's going to happen with the State House once that happens. But... Uh, I saw someone post on Reddit the other day. They were yeah. like, they're like, ah, oh, this this parking space in my town costs $24 an hour to park there. And that's more than I make. And this economy sucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh man. Jesus Christ. This is a lot. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be cool. I and mean, actually a, a big part of this area is that there's a, a group coming in. They're doing uh subsidized housing. That's going to actually make people that are traditional New Havenites be able to still live in downtown New Haven, which I think is cool. Yeah. And that's going to be an mm-hmm. extension over there. And I think they're going to have a pass through to get to the state house. Mm. The State House just had an amazing event, a queer event called Sweat that my friends put on. And it was sort of satellite gays from all over Connecticut came to New Haven, mm-hmm. just like they used to when I would come to go to Gotham, which is now a bank and apartments. But back in the day, it was the place to go. There was mm-hmm. a line around. The I building. still rage at the bank. Yeah, I still go to Gotham in my mind. Gotham was teen night for me even before that when I was going with like whatever. But now we have Sweat, which, you know, Fairfield County 
a Fairfield County friend came up and he threw an event. Mm. And it was a huge success, and people are really excited to to the, go to the next one. I'm so, so excited yeah. that the state house survived the pandemic. Actually, yeah, I, know, was I like, thought it was done. I thought it was done. Yeah, that was awesome. And a friend of mine, uh, I hope they keep going for a while. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you have ambition to try to create culture and space here, like that's the I cool don't. thing is that well, I mean, you're doing it between two th- between two rocks is something that a lot of my friends reference. Oh my god, isn't that crazy? Those are so pathetic. Like, <laughs> I'm like, don't read that. Yo, it's so weird when I meet somebody and they're like, you're the Between Sea Rocks guy. And I'm just like, should I feel shame, pride? Like, <laughs> I think do you, you feel like anxiety? Like you have to, you you want them to hope for more? I do always despise when you're someone like that they Dallas might think invites of more. me, it introduces me as a famous comedian. I'm like, you're not helping at all. You're locally like, famous. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't want to the pressure of trying to be funny to strangers. Yeah. Like, I would rather just like, Swimmer, sink or swim on my own. Like, please don't mm-hmm. like, put any pressure on me. I mean, that's I the case. Any time, pressure. If someone just says like, "Oh, this guy's hilarious," yeah, it's you're just automatically not going to be funny. The exactly. Rest of the like, you're just brutal. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we are way over time. So, David, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Is there anything you want to talk about that you didn't get a chance to? It's on your little sheet there. Or it's just what? that book. You guys should go read it. Yeah. What's it called? Let me read it again. Had a long name. Yeah. It's Is a it, great. It's a kids book. It's a kids book, and it's really fun. You know, there's the statue. Did you, did you guys ever watch? Uh, it's Michelangelo. What's the, what's what's the age date? Side age stories range. from Wayside Schools. Oh, right it's, I think it's like fifth that grade. That shit was dope something. as hell. Oh, it's, fifth it's, grade. It's okay, a, big it's, kids. It's a my phone died book. You know, big kids. Bang okay. bang. Miss Basil E. Frankweiler and her mixed up files. But the reason why that's so cool is it's a female author that really sort of, for me as a child, it was the establishment of why museums are cool, and it's establishment mm. why Connecticut is convenient. And there was like this sort of pride that came with like, I can come to the New Haven Museum, the Yale New Haven Museum and see amazing pieces of art and history for free. That's That's cultural. We're rich in culture, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like we have proximity to the good stuff. And so that's what I wanted to leave with is that book as a fifth grader showed me early on, oh damn, I I could do that. I could take the train and and, and it was interesting. I wasn't trapped in Coventry spiritually, you know? I'm still trapped in Coventry spiritually. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, you want to plug anything? Got anything to plug? Plug something. Anything. Uh, my phone. It's about to die. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think in New Haven right now, plug what's coming up. I mean, I don't. The St. Patrick's Day Parade is going to be happening again, which oh, is gosh, exciting. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. I feel I, like it's uh, ill publicized, though. I know. It's, we should definitely talk about it because it's one of my favorite things. I feel like here. the drunk kids will figure it out, though, somehow. I'm no. excited for it. Uh, well, my dad didn't even know about it, and he TikTok. usually marches in it. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like there hadn't been a lot of talk like with his group and that stuff. Yeah. So, I'm going to see some bands in Hamden soon. That's exciting. There you go. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've loved College Street Music Hall. Yeah, I'm gonna go to College Street show. I think I'm gonna go see Coheed and Cambria there. Cool. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Well, so see me there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm plugging Coheed and Cambria at the uh, College Street Music Hall. I'll be there. there. Please say hi. Yeah. Especially if you're cute. Yeah. Follow for follow. Follow for follow. Like and subscribe. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming, everybody. Yeah, this is great. Sorry my energy is like... Um, yeah, pick it up next time. Yeah, I'll try it. I'll try. Let's see. <laughs> Always on the cusp. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time here on the Two Rocks Podcast. Yeah. Busy people and lots of yellies. Worcester hipsters and fat up townies. We have more than pizza in common With two rocks for bookends New Haven 
rocks. Between two rocks. <laughs>